this morning, what I really want to, uh, what I really want to talk about is celebrating a decade. You know, I think that uh, th this church, under the leading of Pastor Rutzen, has been here for just over five decades. Yeah, it's like, wow, five decades. And, and uh, I had the opportunity to serve under Pastor Rutzen for seven years as assistant pastor and, and uh, administrator. And so it's been an honor and it's been a privilege. And I've uh, learned so, 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 so much. And I'm so grateful for what he's done here, what he established for Valley Church for the first four decades. Everybody say four decades. That's like 40 years. So I now have 10. <laughs> One decade. And, and, and I was just thinking of, of the things. And what you're going to see, what, what we're going to do this morning is you, this, everyone should have one of these in their bulletins. I was just thinking about, I, I titled this, A Decade in Review, A Dream Come True. And you'll see why the, the dream come true here as we get to the end of service. But uh, you look at, here's the order in which each of the pastoral staff came on board. Started out, Pastor Rutzen, uh, we were, Renee and I were voted in in April of 2012, 10 years ago this month. Uh, it's, been, it's been incredible, it's been a privilege, it's been a joy it's been so rewarding, so fulfilling, and I would have to say the most challenging job I've ever had. But we celebrated well, Friday night. Friday was actually my birthday. <clears throat> Turned the big 7-0. And I, I wanted to share probably the most intriguing, interesting gift that I've ever received was Friday night just with a couple of friends. Uh, there were three couples of us, and I just want to share, show a little bit of a gift that I received that actually spoke a lot. So it was handed across the table to me, and I began to open it with, with all eyes on me, which was just a dozen eyes or so, because there were six people. And I started to dig through this There's nothing in there. It's like, what? And this is the part that, as <clears throat> I was beginning to open, open it, he, this, uh, this friend said, well, I thought a lot about it, went looking around, did some shopping, he said, and then came to realize, what does he need? He's like, he doesn't need anything. He said, this man needs nothing. I was like, oh, well, let me think about this. You know, when, when people sometimes are trying to be funny, there are things that can be said that can actually create soul wounds in us. Are you following me? You know, people can say something, try, trying to be funny, that actually can create a soul wound, that's something that we can carry for the rest of our lives even because of the power of words. But, oh, oh, this was so different. I even went 
into the restroom after that, took a, took a little break, and I was still laughing to myself as I was in the restroom thinking, oh, that's intriguing. That's, that, that is the most interesting gift I have yet to receive with the statement that came with it. And I thought of here just a few years ago, my friend Nacho in Mexico. You've heard me talk about Nacho and, and, and him having an encounter, giving his, his heart to the Lord, and then ended up getting touched by God and experiencing the power of God and falling out under that power of God. And, and later asking Nacho, it's like, Nacho, what was your experience? What, what was your experience? And losing a little in translation, but making it very clear, he said, I just felt like nothing was missing. Like nothing's missing. Like there is such fullness in the presence of God and being in his presence and experiencing his goodness that nothing's missing. Are you with me? That's just a great place to be and an awesome, awesome experience and feeling. Nothing's missing. We are, we are complete in him. Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things will be added unto you. I want to make one more statement. Because I believe that all things are in him, through him, or from him. In him we are complete. We lack nothing because all things are in him, through him, or from him. That's good right there. All from one really fun birthday present. So it, this morning is going to be a time of, of, of celebration where we're going to celebrate this last decade, decade number five of Valley Church, decade number one for Pastors Lynn and Renee Hardy, and the team that has been established and the order in which the speakers are going to be coming up here to share some celebration to share some victory or testimony, something that absolutely stands out or stood out to them during their tenure, and just to share a little bit of vision for the future. So the first one that I'm going to ask up here, and you can just look at this in your bulletin insert, and you're going to know who's coming next, 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 and next. But I want to welcome my dear friend, my partner in all that we've done and accomplished through VSSM and so much, so, so, so many other hats. In fact, he's worn so many hats, it's just worn most of his hair off. But let's just welcome to the platform Pastor Richard Menser. Thank you, I think. Hopefully you all got bulletins this morning with what he is referencing. The list of people that will be coming up. We have several speakers today, so um, I felt like I better just write out some things to read rather than try to reminisce it, because we could be here all day reminiscing. Uh, this is a very exciting day to me. 
This is the day we burn the mortgage. Praise God. Church, Valley Church is completely paid off. Praise God. Pastor Kathy would love to be here today, but uh, unfortunately she's on the road. Uh, our youngest daughter, who's a product of Valley Church, and her husband have been voted into a church in Denver, Colorado, and they're on their way there now to take that church. So, a little bit of history. In 1970, 1970, this church was founded by five families in a hundred-year-old schoolhouse on Marble Front Road. They soon, that five families soon called Norman and Ruby Rutzen to come and pastor a growing body of believers. The heritage of this church, and a couple of weeks ago you got to hear Pastor Christie talk about the heritage, her heritage. The heritage of this church is built on the shoulders of many generations that have gone before. The peace that you sense when you come into this sanctuary is the result of thousands of hours of earnest prayer and fasting and travailing before the throne. Just last week, we had some visitors from Bethel and Reading, and it's always exciting to me when those students come in, and many of them are really very, very attuned. And one young lady came in and she said, what are all these angels doing here? I said, they're on assignment. They're just on assignment, praise God. 35 years ago, Kathy and I chose to join this community of believers. It was an easy choice with the leadership of Pastor Norm and Ruby Rutson, whom we had known for many, many years. They were Pastor Kathy's pastors when she was a little girl. Uh, praise God for that. Under their tender leadership, we have seen this community expand its arms of love. This church is literally known worldwide. There have been many who have come to be touched, to be healed, and to send out into the world to minister the gospel of hope and love. In 1993, the leadership decided to seek a broader vision for the Caldwell and Treasure Valley from this church. With a new direction, Pastor Rudson launched into a program that resulted in what you see today, this beautiful edifice. I mean, just look around. Is this beautiful? A city that is set on a hill. Would you say that with me? A city that is set on a hill. A copper top, thanks to Pastor Ruby. <laughs> a copper top that glows and surprisingly enough serves as a beacon to lead the airplanes on their final approach to the Caldwell Airport, both night and day. At one time, several years ago, we offered a Bible college curriculum, but in 2012, it was apparent that Valley Church needed to expand its vision of being a training center. Thus, the Valley School of Supernatural Ministry was formed. The Lord blessed us with a most outstanding group of pastors who also serve as our teachers, and you can see them all on this little brochure. Praise God. In all the churches that I've worked with over the years, I can't say I've ever worked with a better staff than the staff here at Valley Church. We love them. We know you love them. And I'm just amazed at the blessings of the Lord that he has given us with the current staff. Speaking of Valley School of Supernatural Ministry, on May 29th, that's just around the corner, we will graduate our 10th graduating class 
And are you ready for this, Pastor Lynn? I just looked at it this morning. On May 29th, we will graduate our 200th student. When you go to Valley School of Supernatural Ministry, you can choose from taking one, two, or even three years of training. Those who take the third year many times go on to be used in churches and leadership. Uh, I was just looking again today. Uh, we have leadership now in 12 different churches in this valley. Wow. They are also, the emerg also emerging as the future leaders of this house. Praise God. There have been hundreds of testimonies of transformed lives and healings. In fact, just last week, we had the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry with us. And last Saturday morning, uh, one of our former students got to go out with, with uh, the Bethel team and Pastor Matthew. And, and when she came back, a couple days later, she sent me a text and said, Pastor Rich, I know this is surprising, I, I wanted to be part of that evangelism outreach Saturday morning because I haven't been able to, since COVID, I haven't really been out and about much. And nobody knew it, but I've been fighting diabetes for the last two years. And she said, I just want you to know that after going out with that team and not asking anybody to pray for me, my blood sugar is now normal. I have been healed from diabetes. Whew. And besides VSSM in this last decade, We've also seen uh, the growth and expansion of healing rooms on Monday nights, led by Donna. I don't know, does Donna come back into the service? She was been on the organ here. Uh, for those that need healing in any and all aspects of life, we have also continued Wednesday morning prayer meetings, which serve as the umbrella over all the ministries here. Praise God for Wednesday morning prayer team. Hallelujah. Let's hear it for him. You know, many would say that the Wednesday morning prayer team is the backbone of the church because they pray for over everything and everybody. We have expanded our Wednesday night classes for all ages as well as the selection of in-depth Bible studies that you can choose from that have already been announced. But the latest addition in this last decade has been Breakthrough Ministries. Breakthrough Ministries led by uh, Lena, Lena Olmstead, and... Breakthrough Ministries is where the weary and heavy laden can find rest in their innermost being. Trained intercessors are ministers by appointment. You can see them by appointment each week. And uh, trying to catch up with the count on that, uh, it's my understanding that over 40 people have been ministered to and set free through that ministry. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I have to say, we so appreciate our senior pastors, Lynn and Renee Hardy. They lead us with such humility and courage and weird jokes. Pastor Lynn tells people that uh, we, we both took something called a DISC test, D-I-S-C, and we were amazed when the results came back. He's a high D-I and I'm an high SC, which means we complement one another in our ministry. Praise God. Now, I want you to know that when you see Pastor Lynn standing up here, please realize that you are seeing the tip of the spear, 
Not that he's pointed-headed, but uh, he's the tip of the spear. With dozens of staff and an army of elders, board members, department heads, and volunteers that make this community function as well, as well as it does, like a fine oil machine. And that oil is the Holy Ghost. Amen? So, looking forward, we look forward to the continued growth of our community, as well as experiencing even deeper longing for the more. What's the more? The more of the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, teaching, comforting, encouraging, and releasing new and wondrous miracles. Amen? Praise God. So as we burn the mortgage today, we're going to light a fire of excitement as our Heavenly Father anoints this, the city on the hill that is going to shine even brighter. Amen? Amen. And now I'd like to call to the stage a lady that feels for some reason she needs to change her name. We all know and love her. To me, I call her the spirit of Valley School of Supernatural Ministry. Help me welcome Christy, Pastor Christy Lynn Hardy, soon to be Brodeen. I'm going to cry because I already am. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I couldn't be more thankful. It's been the most beautiful 10 years. And it goes beyond. We're just celebrating what's happening right now. And uh, just to think back on all that the Lord has done, it's the greatest honor and the greatest privilege to get to be a part of it. I was in high school when my parents got voted in to become the pastors. And... I just remember like all the emotions that went with it. And it was such a celebration as a family together. It was so fun. The Lord began to move in our lives in the most precious way. And there's nothing like getting to encounter Jesus in a whole new way with your parents. I mean, it was so wonderful. I remember being in... Um, being at the house and my mom being like, Christy Lynn, you have to hear this worship song. And we'd start worshiping together. And I just remember experiencing the presence of God and knowing this is what I want. And when my parents got voted in as pastors, it, it was the most fun journey. That's all I can say. And being a pastor's kid is the best. It's awesome. And... I just, I had to pinch myself during worship, just hearing the sound of worship that was coming from this place. And I had to just stop. And you know those moments where you just want to take everything in? I've just had that more and more lately of just realizing, Jesus, thank you that this is what we dreamed of 
all those years ago. And we're experiencing the fruit of it now. Where we get to come in, get to lead worship to a group that is so hungry. (laughs) To a, a group of worshipers that love the presence of God more than anything else. That just love the presence of God and love each other. And it is the greatest honor and privilege to get to experience that. I'm so thankful that I went into Costco just the other day and, and just what has happened in our church. I, I say I went into Costco and you're going to be like, what in the world? So talking about our school of ministry, that this, it was the dream at the beginning. And you know when you're dreaming of something and, and you, you see it, but getting there is a process, right? And so we, I remember the growing pains of, we want to start the school of ministry. And I got to be in our first class for the school of ministry. And it was amazing. I loved every second of it. And now we literally have 200 students that are going to be graduating that are all over the valley spreading the goodness of God. Back to Costco, what I was saying there. I went in there because last week we had our VSSM students went out and did outreach and they shared testimony about someone who was selling Traegers in there. And he had dropped a grill on his foot. And our team, our students, they went, they prayed for him. And so I went to that guy the other day and I said, excuse me, sir, um, did you have a group of students come and pray for you the other day? He goes, yeah, I, I did. He has a southern accent, so it was great. And he goes, it was the highlight of my day. I was having pain in my foot. And he goes, actually, it's the highlight of my trip. And I was like, praise God, Jesus loves you. He goes, yeah, he does. And just kept walking. But I just, it's those things that I couldn't be more thankful for, that I can go into Costco and see testimonies from people from our church that are going out and loving the city. That it, it goes so far beyond Costco. I mean, we could go... Dutch Bros, we can talk about lots of different customers there. We could talk, there's so many different areas because people have said yes to Jesus. And now we literally are seeing the impact in our city. It's things that we've talked about, we dreamed about, and it's a reality. So I just could not be more thankful for that. I couldn't be more thankful for, even as we were doing the declaration, just to hear people's voices during offering being like, yes, Jesus. And it's just, there's not much more for me to say that I'm so thankful that we're, we're walking in that dream now. And you guys have all been a part of that, that every single person here has been a part of, of the vision that we have with the Lord. And it's happening now. Um, even like VCA, that just looking around in our hallways and knowing that VCA is Valley Christian Academy. If you don't know, um, we started a school two years ago. And we have students that meet, it's kindergarten through eighth grade. So we have kindergarten through eighth grade, and they're getting a wonderful education. We have incredible teachers. But even this week, I went into our first and second grade class because they were doing a project. It was something with hurricanes, and so they needed a hair dryer. And one of the teachers goes, I'm so sorry. I forgot my hair dryer. Is there any way you could bring it? So I got to bring a hair dryer to the office. And I, I go and I take it to their classroom. And she goes, well, perfect. You're here for prayer time. Can you sit down and, and they'll pray for you? And so I got to start my morning at the office with first and second graders praying for me. 
And it's, I just, yeah, it's the greatest. I, like I said, I just couldn't be more thankful to have first and second graders praying, Jesus, that you would bless her marriage, that they would have so much fun together, that they would ride bikes together and go on walks together. And I got my, my future children prayed for. My children are going to be obedient, and I'm going to get to have fun with them. Amen. I know I was like, yes, Lord, hallelujah. But it's, it's the greatest. I, like I was saying, I was just sitting there and just tearing up, thinking about all the Lord has done in the past 10 years. And it's the greatest honor, the greatest privilege. We say it literally all the time. We couldn't be more thankful for the most precious church of loving people who genuinely love each other and love Jesus with their whole hearts. And so thank you guys. As, as a daughter of the house, I've been gone here my whole life, but also as a daughter whose parents are the pastors and you hear the conversations, you hear everything. It's, it means the world to have a congregation that truly walks in so much love and honor for leaders and for Jesus. And I just thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done these past 10 years. Thank you for every miracle that's taking place. Thank you for your beautiful presence. We don't take it for granted, Jesus. Your presence is everything. And thank you that every time we gather, we encounter you. Thank you for bringing the most loving people together. Thank you for our school of ministry. Thank you for VCA. Thank you for every program that's in the church, God, that it's filled with testimonies of your goodness. Thank you that we're, we're walking out the dream that we really are walking out the dream. And I thank you that you're leading us into the next season and that it gets better and better and better and better. And so we honor you, Jesus. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all you're going to do. In your beautiful name, Jesus. And thank you that we get to be a part of it. In your beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, I am going to welcome up some precious, most amazing, precious couple. I love and honor them so much, and it's it's another part that's been fun. Is for a while it was kind of the three amigos for a little bit. It was my dad, Pastor Rich, and me, <laughs> and. And we got to be real creative and do a lot of stuff. And then Jesus blessed us with more people. Praise God. And Pastors Tim and Ezzie, they have been such a gift. Like I said, as a daughter, um, just the way that you've blessed our family has meant the world. It's amazing to have people that come alongside, that partner with, that champion, um, just seeing even different things for my dad to have to be taken off, different weights that have been taken off. And you guys have done such an amazing job. They are hard workers. I love and adore you guys. You love this generation so much. They took over the youth when I stepped out. And it's interesting transitioning out of something. You don't realize how hard it can be sometimes where you're like, oh, that was my baby. 
And then they have just taken it above and beyond. And I just couldn't be more thankful. And so I'm going to introduce our amazing pastors, Tim and Ezzy Martinez, that we love so much. Thank you, Pastor Christy. Um, so I get the privilege of going first. And... Um, I just got to say, we came in about nine years ago, um, a little bit right after Pastor Lynn and, and Renee had been voted in, and um, we were, we were kind of looking around for a church, and um, I wanted to come here. My wife really didn't want to. Um, she thought it was, it was, you know, it's a big facility. I mean, it's just, it's massive. We sit on a, on a lot of acres, so there's room for expansion. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, but we have... We walked in, and um, it was the first place that our son actually waved goodbye to us um, in Sunday school. Um, other places, it was like the tooth and nail. Like, he was, like, screaming, crying. We're peeling him off of us, handing him to the Sunday school teacher, and then, like, you know, booking it into the sanctuary. And um, it was the first place he actually just waved goodbye, and he was really upset that he had to leave. And um, we came into service, and it was just so powerful. And then there were these people. They were, they were here from Bethel, and they're Bethel students, and, um, and they were the leaders of the school, and Pastor Christie was getting ready to go to the school, and they stand Pastor Lynn up, and they start doing some prophetic words over him, and we didn't quite grow up like that, and it was a little different, where we were like, oh, we were sitting over here, we're sitting next to Barb and Ray, and there was another couple on the other side, and Barb is the head intercessor, she's speaking in tongues, and she's talking, uh, like, you know, they're talking to each other over us, and me and, me and Ezzy are like, what is happening? And we were like, man, these people are kind of crazy. And um, we leave service, and that couple that we were sitting next to walked us out, loved on us. We get in the car, because um, it was a Bethel day, so the service went long, and we were like, whoa. So we, we left a little early. And um, we like, get in the car, we start driving out, and of course we did the whole conversation like you always do when you go to a new place. And as what did you think? And what did you think? And Ezzy was like, no, I want you to go first. And I was like, I honestly think we found home. And she was like, me too. And normally we were doing like the whole, like, you got to come in on Sunday and you got to try a Wednesday and you got to try another Sunday because maybe the first one was kind of weird and the next one's going to be okay. And we get, we get back into the house and, you know, the person that was sitting next to us, they gave us a call. They talked us through things. We connected with them. And I'm telling you, nine years ago, we walked into this place and we never left. And it was just, and it's a testament to the love. And we didn't know that at first. We just thought like, man, these people just felt like family. And um, it was like, seriously, it, they just, everyone embraced us. It was such a great time. Um, and then we just started having more kids. So we walked in with one and now we have four. So there's something in the water, careful. Um, <laughs> but the, what the Lord started to do in our lives was just really put a heart of ministry. Um, and it was really, as we came in, um, as I started in with Pastor Lynn and, and one lunch, we sat there talking about what the Lord's doing in our lives or dinner, I think it was, or whatever. It was just me and Pastor Lynn and, and, um, I started telling him, he's like, you know, this is what I want you to start doing. I'm going to give you a little bit more responsibilities. And I was like, that's great, but I'm working already so much at my job. Um, if you want me to take on more, you know, I was just being, being, I thought, kind of a funny comment. But I was like, I'm going to have to work for the church if that's what I'm, you want me to do. And he's like, yeah, that's great. Go put your notice in and come work with me at the church. And uh, I, like, stopped mid-bite, and I was like, what? And he was like, no. And, and if you know Pastor Lynn, when he starts talking and he gets serious, he was like, no, I, I really want you to go in and put your two-week notice in. And I want you to come work with me at the church. And I was like, I'm in. Let's do it. And uh, I, I get home, and, and as he's cooking 
cooking up something, and I was like, I got good and bad news for you, babe. And she was like, well, how did the meeting go? I said, good and bad news. What do you want first? And she's like, just give me the bad news. Just, just rip it off. I said, bad news is we're going to really start doing a whole lot more for Valley Church. And she's like, what? We're already, like, doing so much and all these things, and we're going through. And I was like, yeah. But the amazing thing is, pastor asked us to come on staff and be pastors. And she just stopped. And she goes, let's do it. And it was so cool as we've just partnered together in ministry. I, mean, I walked into my job. I asked my boss if I could speak with him, and he said, sure. I shut the door, and I walk over to his, to his desk, and he said, Tim, don't even tell me. The church offered you a position, and you're leaving. And I was like, well, funny story. They did, and he said, that's where God, I feel like, is leading you to next, Tim. Tell you what, go. Like, you're going to be blessed. Um, they took care of us as my, as my job as I was transitioning out. Um, it's kind of one of those things as Pastor Christy was talking about transition. And I was giving up that, that job, and I was coming here to just come and love on people. And it's been such an awesome time. I've sat next to Pastor Lynn. And then we took over the, the youth group. And that has been a lot of fun. And one of the greatest things I can tell you is camp. I know we talk about it constantly, but youth camp was such an encounter moment even for me. Um, as it was like we, we would move our schedule around as we want to give some more time for games. And, you know, kids want to be there to, to interact with each other and hang out with each other. And we literally are, are like having to peel kids off of the floor and they're speaking in, in their prayer language for the very first time and they're being set free from eating disorders and identity issues and, and being set free from, from anxiety and pain. And all these kids are just raising their hands that God has done so much for them. And we just sat there and I, I'm telling you, one of the nights we literally just stood in the back and we cried because of the, of the glory that God was filling each and every one of these students with. And um, then we came home, and I'm taking a census as to what can we do next. And a, a bunch of them were like, you know what? The games are amazing, but can we just have more Bible time? And I was like, totally, yes. And so God's just been doing some amazing things. Then we turned around. We baptized 19 kids up at camp, um, 19 students. Thank you so much, parents, as we filmed. We tried to get you up there as much as possible, um, but we filmed it all. We gave you some of the things. I'm just telling you, God's been just working ever since then. It was a monumental time in our lives. We did internship with our youth group um, where they came and they met with me two days a week for eight weeks. And then we had a lot of fun as we did projects around the church. But we also just read through like literally the majority of the New Testament as the kids are falling in love with the word of God. And we were going forward with that. We started a high school class that meets an hour before our regular time. So they're actually meeting with me, going over leadership material, going through the Bible, asking questions. And I'm the one that like is sitting there asking the questions where sometimes they're even like, are you qualified to lead us? Um, yes, I'm just asking you questions to make you think. And so um, middle school class, as you've heard us announce, we started a middle school Sunday school class. Um, we want our middle schoolers to be impacted. Last week, we had some of our Bethel students that were um, up here ministering, but some of them had actually uh, paired off and went into the middle school class and were ministering to our middle schoolers out there. Um, we started Nights of Revival, what's happening every other, every other month. We come together for four hours, and God just moves in our services. We literally just leave the kids in our prayer room for our service, and a bunch of us go into the gym. Um, but then we have to come back like an hour later where they only have a couple more minutes left to be able to hang out and eat some tater tots on those nights of revival. But they don't want to leave the presence of God. Um, our tribe team, they have just been so awesome. As Juan and Karen have partnered alongside us, we can't tell you how much of a blessing Juan and Karen have been to us as family as friends, and just helped us lead that youth group. Um, and a bunch of other people, a bunch of you parents have come in, stepped in. Leah's been such an awesome help. 
Um, all these other people have come through. Alonzo and Helica, I'm, I'm mentioning names. I'm so sorry if I forget names. Uh, our middle school teachers, um, but the tribe team. And I'm just telling you, as the last thing I want to say about the youth group is it's about knowing who they are in Christ. And this past week, we talked about we're kicking excuses out the door, and we're just going to go full force to what God has for us. And so if you see our young people around, I'm telling you, we're taking church outside. We're not just going to keep it within these four walls because God has called us to such an amazing generation that um, our young people are going out, praying for people, talking with people, and it's such an awesome time with the youth. Um, the last thing is the VCA, Pastor Chrissy mentioned it a little bit. I'm telling you, Valley Christian Academy has been exploding. Um, kindergarten through eighth grade. I got to tell you, every single one of these teachers, and I, wanna, I do want to mention them, Miss Lori with kindergarten, Lauren first and second, Miss um, Sarah Redmond in third and fourth, Anne-Marie in fifth and sixth, Miss Keisha in seventh and eighth, Miss Jerusha, who's one of our helpers, and Miss Charlene, who's actually with our babies in the day. I'm telling you, these ladies come all those three days a week. They are with the kids. They are um, contending for all that God has for them. Um, I'm telling you, Miss, Miss Lori in the kindergarten class, at the end of the day, she always says, if you've got brown shoes, get up and get your jackets. If you've got a, a blazer on or whatever it is, you know, a red shirt, get up and get your jacket. Well, it's no uniform day at VCA. And she said, um, one of the students was wearing, I'm a child of God t-shirt. And she said, if you're a child of God, go get your jacket. Just expecting the one student. And instead, our whole entire kindergarten class got up and ran and grabbed their jackets. And it was so awesome to hear those testimonies. We had a student actually raise their hand during the middle of devotion and ask Jesus to be his Lord and Savior um, for his life for the very first time in our middle school class. We had one of our middle school students um, throughout the devotions, as Ms. Keisha's been leading them, even through um, bronze with Sean Foyt, um, is that devotion. Um, one of them actually got their prayer language for the first time as they started speaking to God um, at home. I'm telling you, VCA has been such a light, um, and it's been a dream of our senior pastor for years to have this school, and it's, we're into our second year. And I'm telling you, we're not only receiving a lot of phone calls because a lot of people are moving into the valley, but a lot of them, when they walk in, they are amazed and stand in wonder of just how God has been so good to this church right here. We had a student come through that, um, I'm just gonna be honest with you, that had some trouble at their last school. And the mom said, I don't think they're honestly really gonna have, um, they're really gonna like you um, as a male and they're not really gonna like to be in this school. And I said, that's okay. I'll have my wife with me as we do the tour. We're just gonna have a great time. And they're in one of our, one of our classes. And they left, she gave me a call literally two hours later and she said that when they left the building, um, their, their daughter turned to the mom and said, Mom, I want to go to that school because they made me feel so safe. So mom gets home, tells dad. Dad says, I don't care. Write a check. Like, that's the school we're sending her to. And I'm telling you, and these aren't people that, that are coming here to church. These are people from just seeking a safe place for their children to come and learn academics and to learn their true identity in Christ. And that's what we're going after for VCA. So as we partner together, we're ending our first school semester of me as the principal. Thank you, Jesus. We're almost done here. And then we're going to jump into the next semester. Registration's opening soon. Parents, if you'd like to register your children for next year, our classes are already filling up. You're going to want to get with me here in the next month or so so you can get your children signed up and registered for next year for Valley Christian Academy. Um, and then on your list there, you'll see I get to announce um, the next lady because she is a powerful woman of God. I loved it. I loved her so much. I thought she was so beautiful. 14 years ago, I put a ring on it. And um, it has been such an amazing journey. She's not only just an amazing mom,
but she walks in that power that God has given to her, and she has taken over our children's ministry and just rocked it in these past few months or almost year now as she's been our children's director. So I, would you just help me honor Pastor Ezzy with our children's director? Okay, thank you. Um, I feel so honored and blessed to be able to stand here, and I'm going to try not to cry because I won't be able to talk. Um, but I love all of your guys' children. They're really special, and I know God has such a plan and a purpose for them. And every time I see them, I remind them of their plan and their purpose, that they're created unique. Um, there's nobody like them. And um, in the classroom, we've been able to talk a lot about different things. A lot of the kids struggle with nightmares, with fear, anxiety even, and those are things that I've seen and I've gotten to break off in the classroom, and it's so powerful. So I just want to encourage you as parents to keep that up at home. What's happening in there is what you can be doing at home with them as well. Um, and thank you for all your patience with our new check-in system. It's a little bit rough. We're going to get there. I promise it's going to be smooth. Um, and I'm excited. I wanted to share a couple, well, just one prophetic word that I got for our children. And for kids camp, I'm really excited. It's July, in July sometime. Um, one of the words I got that I've been praying and praying for this whole entire year, it's just my heart's desire to see every single one of your kids filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see them speaking in tongues. I want them slain out in the spirit, just encountering God. Like our camp name is called Encounter because that's where they're going to truly encounter God. Their lives are going to be changed. They're going to go home. They're going to want to share the gospel with everybody they meet and be praying ev over everybody. So that is one of the prophetic words I actually got is that your kids are going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost at this kids camp. So I just want to leave you with that and to be encouraged. I'll just say, um, obviously, being her husband, there's a lot that we'll get in the car. We'll start talking about. We'll be at home. You know, obviously, next generation is, is our, our heartbeat as we talk about it. Um, but that's been a prayer of Pastor Ezzy's for a very long time that she has, actually hasn't shared with a lot of people. And one of the Bethel students who, again, come from all over the world to just walk right up to us and literally just tell her, like, her prayer that she's been praying. And that's where we broke because we both, because I know her heartbeat. She's just like, that's what I want to see. So I'm telling you, this coming kids camp in July um, is just going to be a time where our, our kids are going to encounter the glory of God. So it's going to be so awesome to that. Um, so last, I get to announce this amazing man of God. We have brought him in about a little, uh, we, Pastor Lynn, or as a staff, we had him join with us a little over a year ago now. And it is so cool that I get the chance. We get to go to lunch together. Sometimes we're eating dinner together right before we teach VSSM. Um, we eat a lot of Del Taco. And so there is some, I'm telling you, Pastor Matthew walks in the Father's heartbeat. He leads from that. And I'm telling it's so cool. Last week as I saw him at the end of the fire tunnel, he was like trying to stand and he's laying out on the side. I finally told him, just lay down, man. Like, it's okay. You receive. We're all here to keep going. And um, this, he is such an amazing man of God that walks again in the Father's heartbeat, but that also he shows it. 
in the people that he ministers to, um, the times that we have stopped and prayed for people, to even when we're putting events together, he's always thinking, how is God going to move and shake the people that are coming to this event? So would you help me welcome to the stage this amazing man of God, Pastor Matthew Forsyth, as he comes up here to be our next speaker. Okay. Um, Lord just reminded me uh, of something. So about a year before my dad passed away, um, I was on the phone with him actually at Tessa's uh, parents' house. And he said, I want to share with you a dream I had multiple nights in a row. So I got out my notebook. I love just taking notes of what the Lord shares through others or through me. And he said, for three nights, I was fasting and praying. And I had a dream all those nights of this training center of this place where God would be raising up leaders for the church and it'd be right by a highway. There'd be salvations and people would walk in the joy and presence of God all the time. And there'd be teaching on subjects that other places in the body of Christ were not teaching on. And he mentioned an airport right near there and all that. Well, that was 2013 when I recorded that. And then in 2014, Tess and I started coming to Valley for the first time. And Pastor Lynn, the very first Sunday, you were preaching on Ephesians 4, and you said, we're raising up the fivefold ministry, and we're more of a training center than we are a church. And I knew right there, I'm like, okay, this is the place, you know. And I know Tessa had peace right away. Just in that first week or two, we got to go out to dinner with the Mincers and the Hardys and just fell in love with their hearts, their love, their vision, their excitement for the kingdom of God. And it sealed the deal for us. And we've been here since 2014, about eight years. So we're just so grateful. Um, I'll keep it brief here. Um, you know, this first year, I, I felt to come up honestly, you know, here was a dream of my father's. It was a dream for me to, to work in a place like this, you know, really not work, but to get to serve in a place like this. But during this first year, I had a, some struggle this first year. It's, it's hard. Uh, you know, my dad did it. He was a pastor and his dad, but you don't know till you're in it. Being a pastor's hard at times. It's, it's hard, even if you're in this dream place, right? And, um, you know, coming up on my one year, um, which was February 1st, I was just praying. I said, Lord, this is great, but I feel like something's holding me back. You know, and we sang about it this morning in, in a couple of our songs, like nothing is holding me back. Nothing is holding me back. Well, I felt like coming into this new year, coming to the one year, there's still something holding me back. And I just want to share this testimony just to bless some of you. Um, Pastor Lynn calls me and he says, hey, I want you at VSSM on Thursday. And it was my off night. And he says, I want, us, I want you there because we're going to be laying hands and ministering to people. And our guest speaker that night was Dina uh, Shoemaker. And um, she shares her testimony, amazing testimony of how she got healed. And at the end of the night, she just said, put out your hands. You have not because you ask not. Amen? And I, I just started asking the Father, you know, and I'd already been kind of a culmination of that. And um, when she came over, she just said a few words. And I just fell back in my seat fell down, and I could barely sit on the seat. I was falling off the side, and I just felt the rest and the peace of God come over me stronger than I've ever had in my whole life, and it was just so amazing. And I'm sitting there on the chair, and 
the Holy Spirit's like, you're not low enough. And I'm like, no, this chair is not low enough on the ground. So I barely walked to the back of the, of the room and I was on the ground and six times I tried to get up because Pastor Lynn's like, hey, you're going to be there to lay hands. And it's like, I need to lay hands. And I tried to get up and I felt God's glory just sucking me to the ground, sucking me to the ground. I see Pastor Christy serving and I'm like, okay, it's my turn to help. I need to serve. I need to help. And he just kept sucking me to the ground. And I can just say all those struggles I had from the first year, the, the, the anxiety, the pressure I felt at times is gone in Jesus' name. And so why do I share that? I guess what I've learned in this first year, and I've known this before, but you don't know it till you go through it. This house, and uh, thankful to this man, is led by his presence, not the plant. And we say it a lot, but I've got to experience that this year. The Lord says, I won't let you lead from the plan. And that's a lot of what I was doing with my mind. And he's like, no, 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 it's not about your plan, Matthew. It's about my presence. And he made me to lie down on that floor that night. And I'm so thankful for this man because he is a man of the presence of God. I know we're honoring his 70th today, honoring him. And I'm just so grateful for that. So I got a, a really quick prophetic word that I believe for this year. Is that okay? Really brief. You want to be blessed? And I believe this is for the whole church. So um, if you guys remember Pastor Lynn's first sermon this year, he kept saying, choose life, right? I've set before you life and death. Choose life. And he said four things. He said tithing, generosity, but then our mouth, that we would speak life. We would speak blessing. We would speak life. And that we would watch our words. Um, this was really confirming because a couple days before, I had been just seeking the Lord, praying. Um, this was December 30th and December 31st. And he led me to Ezekiel 47, where Ezekiel sees this vision of the temple. And remember the rivers going out from the temple. And it's ankle deep. And then it gets knee deep. And then it gets waist deep. And then it's so deep that you had to swim. It was over the head. And this just, and it says, wherever this goes, there's healing. Wherever the river goes, there's life. There's life, life. And then three days later, Pastor Lynn's like, choose life, choose life, choose life. And so I just, I just want to speak this. Um, I've had the privilege of, of teaching here on Wednesday night, and Tess and I got to teach a class um, by Danny Silk. And just seeing God breathe life into marriages has been so awesome, just to speak life into that. Um, men's ministry this last year, and it, it's happening, is that and I, I want to thank Tim Fish. He's been leading out with this Tuesday night men's fellowship. And these men are speaking life over each other. And not just on Tuesday night, then it goes into their marriage. It goes into their relationship with their kids. It goes into others here in the church. And, and just, just the speaking of life and just lives being changed through that, the power of our tongue, the power of words. Um, healing rooms, just hearing testimonies of people experiencing life. They come in heavy burden. They come out full of life full of joy. And I want to I thank Donna for leading for many, many years. She's here faithfully every Monday night leading again and again. And I just, I just want to speak that. I believe this is a year of healing. Like we're going to see, we've already seen it. We're going to see more healing than we've ever seen before. We are going to see all, I mean, diabetes we're hearing, necks getting here, diabetes, all kinds of things are getting healed. And the Lord is just pouring out his life. And wherever the river goes, there's life. There's life. There's life. So I just, I just speak that over you and your families, that he has life for you. He is relentless on life. And there's um, one other just quick scripture the Lord put on my heart this morning. Um, just some good news. You want to hear some good news? 
Woo. There we go. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. We, I might get preaching. I'll just, I'll just say this. We are not a people of death. We're not a people of sickness. We're not a people of financial debt. All those things of death, we're a people of life. And I just think about it all the time when I drive up to the church. Oh, I'm driving up to 2,900. Life way. This is a church of life and life more abundantly. And I just believe we're going to just see such an increase. The Father's heart, he wants to pour out so much life in healing, in marriages, in, in brokenness from the past, in mental illness. I believe he's going to be healing mental illness this year. And he has life, life, life. Amen? And now I want to invite back up to stage uh, our leader, the father of this house, Pastor Lynn Hardy. All right, you know, if you don't end up showing up here for an annual business meeting, you don't really get to hear from some of the other pastors and what they do and what all during the week and, and what all of their tasks and accomplishments are. And I thought that was so awesome for all of us to be able to hear from, to hear their hearts this morning. Did you enjoy that? Were you blessed? Ah, awesome. Well, if I could get Pastor Rutzen to... There's, I want to talk for just a second here um, as he's making his way up. Yes, let's, let's welcome Pastor Wetson. We're getting ready to burn the note. I have the promissory note. I have the Wells Fargo Bank, so deed of trust, prom, uh, the original deed that had a lien on it, and the promissory note. So we're going to be burning that. But I just want to take one moment. I want to read a scripture. Pastor Rich alluded to this. Uh, to start with Matthew 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. It's like we... This, this, this church is, is so perched on the hill, and you can't miss the copper top. You know, we're, we have a special calling for this body, for this congregation, even for this facility, to be that light to the world. And there's something, we're burning a note, which is going to be, you know, the conclusion of a decade, which has been... A dream come true. One of the things that Pastor Rutson has shared and shared with me and, and even wanted to do some projects to try to get this accomplished is he said, man, my goal and my dream is before I pass, something that I get to see is to see this mortgage paid off and this note burned. So we're getting ready to do that. I just want to say, and that next, uh, next month, this next social Sunday, we're going to be going back over that, Pastor Rich started it, 
We're going to go over the decade of things that have been accomplished. We have a time capsule that's out there in the stairway in one of those columns of the stairway, which we're going to dig that out. We're going to go over the history of Valley Church from the time that he was called here, all that has been done, all that has been accomplished, right to where we are today. But I want to talk just a little bit about that city on the hill, that light is, I believe, I know in my spirit and in my knower, that it's time, the next thing that we want to accomplish is a big meeting place that would go from the front of the church all the way out to the fountain, uh, most of the way across the offices. So we will have a meeting place for Valley Church. Where, you know, one of the things that's a little bit of a complication, and it's wonderful, it's awesome, it's lovely that the people come to Valley and they don't want to leave. The presence of God is here, people hang out afterwards, and we laugh and we joke and we love on one another. But sometimes that's a little counterproductive to what we're trying to accomplish around the, the, the pulpit, around the altar here, where we're, you know, praying over people. So it's wonderful, but we need a place to be able to go, to celebrate, to have coffee, even to have sandwiches. So a place about 3,500 square feet more, between 3,500, 4,000 square feet that goes out, it's glass, that it's facing the fountain, glass right to the fountain, which will be a, a large extended coffee shop. And, and we've talked about this in the board meetings, and we just want to call that the meeting place, where there's a place for people to come just to meet, to hang out. And we just want to have that open even during the week. So that's what we want to do next. Next month, we're going to be talking about the fundraising effort for that, because no more. We don't want to have any more mortgages or any more note burnings. We want to build that with cash. And so that's our goal. Next month is going to start the fundraising efforts we're going to be asking, we're going to be talking about. We're going to have some sketches and some drawings of what it's going to look like. So are you ready for that? I just encourage you, let's be here next month. But now is the culmination, is the end of what we're here for today is to burn this note. And here's something that I thought would be totally fitting and applicable to this whole thing is matches. Not a fire starter, matches. We're going to burn it with old school matches. So let me get this. And once we've burned this note, one of the things that was been a hallmark uh, for Pastor Rutzen, and I've heard so, 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 so many times, and so many people share, man, I just love his blessing at the end of service. So we're going to burn the note, and he's going to bless the congregation. Then we're going to have Social Sunday. Here goes the promissory note.
And while you're standing, it's one of my dreams come true. Lord, we thank you for your rich blessing upon this congregation, your people, from the many lives that have been changed, transformed. And we thank you for the giving, the faithfulness of your people through the years. Thank you, Lord, that they love you and your cause. Thank you for this time today. We thank you for it, Lord. To you belongs all the glory and honor, and we thank you for it. Now I say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious to you. May he make his face to shine upon you and give you his peace. May his light illuminate your path. May you walk in his light and his truth and his way. And may your life be abundantly blessed as you walk with him. In Jesus' name, amen.